Hi, I'm MJ. I'm Lucy. I'm Tony. And I'm Harriet. And welcome to Relax, We're Only 30. Welcome to this week's episode of Relax, We're Only 30, where today we're talking weddings. I have with me MJ, Lucy and Tony, my three best friends. And we're going to talk about being 30 and how different it is now organising a wedding. Um, so how social media has an influence over wedding. We're going to be talking about our own weddings, upcoming weddings, ones that have just gone in. How long ago did I get married? 10 days ago? Yeah, about that. Yeah. About 10 days ago. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking everything wedding today with stories. Let's just get straight into it. I feel like we should go from the very beginning and let's talk about proposals. So I'll, I'll open it up. So my proposal was, so again, it was in COVID times. So my proposal was very different. Um, so my other half, Gem, did a Zoom, Zoom quiz thing. I think so basically, as these three be my best friends, they weren't actually on the Zoom call. But I think that was the best because <laughs> because I've been doing Zoom quizzes every week and you three weren't there. I think if you three would have been there, I'd have been like, what's happening? And also, Jem's nan rang us on the car phone, car phone, on speakerphone a few days earlier and said to Jem, good luck for Wednesday. And I was like, what's she talking about? Like we're doing a Zoom quiz. So I then think if you three would have rocked up, I'd have been like, ah something's happening um so basically yeah did you have a clue uh if i'm honest yeah i had an inkling i didn't know it was going to happen that day or how it was going to happen um no but this is the funny thing so like basically for my zoom quiz you had to we had to dress up because obviously jen wanted me to be dressed nicely for the video so jen was like oh it's like a, i can't remember what she's what, what they said it was uh i can't remember we had to dress up for some reason and it was in lockdown times. There was no parties or anything allowed. So we was doing this Zoom quiz upstairs. I was really dressed up, looking really nice. Went downstairs outside to get something out of the car. Me and Jen were just having a chat outside. Police rocked up. Obviously looked like we was having a party. We had a drink in our hand. Shit ourselves. Anyway, but then, uh, so we did a quiz and Jen was like, <laughs> what, what happened on this day on May 23rd or something like that? And obviously me being theatre was like, what's on stage awards? And then played our song as a clue and then got down on one knee and asked me and then you three popped on after the asked the question Aww. with a glass of prosecco in hand we all we were all ready with our prosecco <laughs> yeah, you were. i think yeah. do you know what though i do i think when i was younger i'd always been like i want this huge parade in the streets everyone joining in and singing but i actually think the way that Jem did it was perfect for us yeah and you still had quite a lot of people there more than I'd want yeah I'd feel I'd be like oh my god like overwhelmed but I think for you that was really good you had loads of people yeah. on the quiz yeah and it was very like keeping in theme of who we are as a couple not that we sit on zoom all the time but <laughs> I feel like the quizzes do you know what I mean quizzes and all that stuff and then this is one thing that will make me laugh you know like you hear like people after they get engaged like have crazy sex and have this amazing night I just remember as soon as we finished talking Jem was comatose on the sofa and I was just ringing, I think I was ringing you guys all night, just telling everyone about it. But it wasn't quite the evening that we had planned. <laughs> just you ringing everyone. Did you ever find out the answer to the question of what happened on the 25th of May? It was that I got proposed to. Oh, was it? But it wasn't in May. Yeah, it was 23rd of May, what? 23rd of March. Oh. Yeah, 23rd of March. Okay. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. 
So she was asking the question, knowing that the answer was going to be what yeah. she was going to do. That's very, oh, right, it's very sweet. But yes, there was my proposal. MJ or Tony? I'll go next. Um, so Jamie just got back from Greece. I think by now people who listen will know he's in the military, so he goes away a lot. Um, he came back from Greece. It was still in the middle of COVID. And he said to me, oh, should we do a date night? Like, we'll get dressed up and I'll cook you dinner. And I was like, right, okay, he never cooks me dinner, but okay. So I got really dressed up, came downstairs, candles everywhere in the living room. And then he had like a present on the table for me. And he had like our little first dance song playing in the background. Um, and I opened up the present. It was an Arsenal shirt. And I thought, why? Why? Like, obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, for anyone who doesn't know, Jason's a So I thought, this is really random. And I opened it up and it was just the front of the shirt. And he said, he was behind me, but I wasn't looking at him. He went, no, turn it around. And on the back, it had marry me on it. And then I turned around and he was on on one knee with a ring. Oh. And then... Did you not think something was going to happen when he said, come down in an outfit? I just thought, like, because he'd been away for three months, I just thought, because we're in COVID and we can't go out, he was just thinking, oh, like, dress a bit nicer for me, hon, because I always... (laughs) 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 He got home, I would have been in leggings and a T-shirt. But, yeah, so I thought he was just saying, like, put a dress on, like, for goodness sake. Um, But, yeah, so I didn't really know. And then I came down, there was candles in, and I thought, oh, he's really made an effort here. I still didn't twig because there was a present on the table. And I thought, what is going on? Um, and then he never did cook me dinner after that. I was too busy FaceTiming people. And then we ended up getting so drunk. We ordered a Domino's at about midnight and then went to bed. No, do you know what made me laugh about that night, though? It was when I was doing Children in Need. And I remember you ringing me and you were like, oh, my God, you're on Children in Need. I was like, yeah. And then you're like, I've just got engaged. I was like, what? You're like, doesn't matter. You're on Children in Need. <laughs> I said to Jamie, I'm going to do this on Harriet Big Night. Like, I'm going to call Harriet now and say, like, congratulations. Now I've got to tell her I'm engaged. But this is her big night. She's on Children in Need. He was like, yeah, I wasn't really aware of that. And then I called Lucy. I remember And Lucy was like, oh, my God, Harriet's on Children in Need. You've just got engaged. We've just rescued a pigeon. <laughs> and was like sent a pigeon it was like a pigeon in a towel or something like we've just rescued this pigeon I was like it's a great night for everyone <laughs> it all went on that night didn't it it's a big deal, big deal. <laughs> I've still got that picture somewhere actually, I think. I'm gonna find it that's hilarious I'm gonna find it where's the top now the marry me top yeah we're gonna well I, I'm a bit cheesy I want to frame it and put it up <laughs> on the top room mm-hmm. um but then but Jamie did say to be fair he said if it wasn't in Covid which he thinks I would have probably been a bit more uncomfortable about he would have taken me to Arsenal because we do watch football games um and he would have proposed to me on the pitch and I was like <sighs> that is very sweet but it's probably my worst nightmare for people staring at me yeah so it worked yeah. out well but he had big plans, bless him, oh. to do it at the football pitch. But I thought the shirt was cute. Oh, do you know how? Do you know how you would have got engaged, Harriet, if you, it wasn't in COVID for you? Do you know Gem's plans before that? I don't think there was any. I think no, I don't think there was. I don't. I listen. I need to ask Gem because I don't actually know. But this was the only plan I'd ever heard about. I don't know if, what else there was going to be because obviously when we got together, we moved in with each other. 
three months after we got together and it was COVID, that was it. Gemma ended up living with me in COVID. So it wasn't like, and I'd obviously said, I want to be married by the time I'm 30. I'd love to do it on my 30th birthday. So I don't think there ever could have been another option. Another plan. Mm, yeah. Well, we weren't in lockdown. We went into lockdown after we came back from Warwick, which was the end of October. So I think Jamie had plans to do it at Arsenal, like in the November. And then we went into lockdown the end of October. And I think he just didn't want to wait any longer. Go on, Tom. Uh Mine was quite simple, to be fair. He, uh, Ryan took me and Ziggy, our dog, to like a little cabin in the middle of nowhere. And it was like next to a lake and everything. And then well, it was raining the whole weekend. So it was shit in that aspect. <laughs> but it was funny, to be fair. So we got back from walking Ziggy um, on the day and then we just like sat and had like nice like nibbles and things. We, he had me playing Uno for some reason and I won every time so I was absolutely buzzing but he now says that he did that on purpose because I get really grumpy if I lose things. So, But I don't know if he's telling the truth or not if I did <laughs> actually win. Um, and then, yeah, just did a, had a fire. He got me absolutely smashed. <laughs> <laughs> and then he told me that there was a dog in the background so I'm like turning around like a dickhead trying to lie I'm going here doggy come here and there was like there was obviously no dog and then I just turned around and he was on one knee and did it that way but we we were absolutely battered I think we had we had um, a bottle of whiskey a bottle of something whatever we were shot in uh, a Lusty. bottle of prosecco and some, I know and then my mum and dad had given us a bottle of champagne, so we then drank that as well. Absolutely, yeah. Wait, didn't you think it was a piece of cheese or something? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know whether to tell this because people just look at me like, what the fuck are you on about? What do you mean? <laughs> you thought the ring was cheese? Oh, so in, my God. Yeah, but I don't know how to explain it. So in Aldi, they have these little, like, cheese roulade things, and in the middle it's got a swirl. And apparently the box that my ring was in was quite ugly. So his sister was like, do not give her that box. You've got to get her a new one. So he ordered like a customised box off Etsy. And inside it had like, you know, like bags of potatoes, like in the olden days, they were like made of a weird material. And let's go with that. Is it <laughs> like, a, what you just like a sack? <laughs> yeah. So it was was like swirled in this little wooden box and the ring was in the swirl and we'd bought this roulade from Aldi earlier in the day so I thought he was like offering me this roulade <laughs> and I fucking hate cheese on one so just, but the reason I couldn't see is because I was whistling for this dog in the pitch black and then you know when your eyes need to like readjust to the lighting I like looked down at it and, he, and I went what the fuck are you showing me that for and he was like it's the ring <laughs> And then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was funny. Lucy, how do you want to be proposed to? Um, I would like to be, Jamie, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> he will be. Not MJ's husband, by the way. They're both called Jamie. <laughs> Is there anything you want to be telling me? <laughs> Jamie one and Jamie two. No, um, I think I would like to be... I, do, I wouldn't want to be in front of a group. I would like to be like Tony's, basically like Tony's. I'd like to be drunk, just so I'm feeling a bit loose and well. Um, <laughs> and I would like to preferably be like on the beach, just because I like the beach. But I would love to be in a cabin in the woods as well. So like basically, 
basically just swap Tony's worlds. And I like cheese, so I wouldn't mind a <laughs> cheese with lard on the side. <laughs> did anyone, with anyone's proposal, did you think, I don't know about you, you two, but I've sobbed. Did you feel like a rush of emotions or was it just a bit, obviously, Tony, you were paralysed, so. I did cry, to be fair, a bit. Did you cry, MJ? Yeah, I cried. Oh. I just remember, like, crying and then hugging him, like, yes, give me the ring, give me the ring. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd cry. I'm, I don't really cry, but I don't know. I'd also like MJ's. I'd like uh, a shirt with Marry Me On. I would like a combination oh. of both. Take all of the proposals, Jamie. Make it work. Make it work for us. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, if I, I think, like I was saying, when I was younger, I expected it. In my head, I wanted this huge affair. Did anyone have any expectations of when they were going to get engaged? What you thought it might be like? I think you always look, don't you? Especially now on Instagram, you see all these people and they've got big marry me's yeah. like in the background and they are like yeah. candlelit on the beach. And I feel like the more you look at that, the more the higher the expectation is of what someone needs to deliver. Mm. But for me, like I think it was perfect and I was just crying my eyes out anyway so kind of like you say Harriet with yours yeah. like just worked for what Jen wanted to do do you know what I mean yeah yeah and but I never had I was just grateful somebody wanted to marry oh, me Tony <laughs> no we're just but it's, it's right there isn't it like I think you, everybody thinks that their proposal was perfect in their own way so you don't really compare it to anybody else's once it's happened do you know what yeah. I mean I wish like if we could have we'd have got all three like all three of them on here because I always wonder like what was going through their heads at the time mm. if they were scared. it must be awful think, but then not being horrible I think specifically with us three when Luce when it comes to you we're not the type of people to say no do you know what I mean so I can't imagine what fear you have doing it if you're not going to say I yes. guess it's just like the build-up yeah and maybe if like they've told people and people know it's going to happen it's that pressure of keeping the secret maybe yeah. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> well, I... I'd, yeah, I'd like to hear like a story of where someone said no. I've never heard of it with anyone I know. I have one. No, I haven't. Oh, I have one. Oh, so, when me and Joe went to get our rings, so we went in and we were speaking to the man and I was like, have you ever had something go wrong? He said he was working with this man for six months, planning his fiance's engagement ring, planned it out, got it made. And he was like, right now I need to know where to propose to her. <clears throat> and he was like, um, oh well we've got a, a private room upstairs where you can actually go and do it here and it'd be amazing obviously she'd come into the store thinking she was just going to get a nice piece of jewelry then you lead her upstairs so anyway he was upstairs in the room but hidden behind a wall and she came in and he was there in the room got down on one knee and the queen was like will you marry me and she said no so he said he was just stood in this room not knowing what to do this man had spent thousands getting this ring made and the girl said no, and because the man felt so bad from the salesman, he got it refunded for him. Oh, oh my god! Why did she say no? Uh, I can't remember why he said she said no. I can't remember. But yeah, so he'd been planning that for six months and spent so much money on this ring, and she just turned around and said no. Oh. And apparently she just ran out crying, and the man was just left in the room like I don't know what to do. Oh bless him! No, that's awful. On that note as well. Our wedding planner was telling us, I was talking, you know me, I like to get the goss. I was talking about, has anyone, um, has anyone 
uh, ever left someone at the altar or whatever, she said the couple before us that was supposed to be getting married had an engagement photo shoot, did this whole photo shoot, and then basically the wedding planner then went right and sit at six week mark, I take over your wedding. So she went to take over the wedding at the six week mark, turned out it was two women again, one of them been shagging the neighbor and they got caught. Oh, six weeks nice. before their wedding. Why would oh you? Oh my God. I knew somebody who, it, this was also a lesbian couple um, and they got married. They'd been together like six years two weeks after the wedding the one of the girls had just fallen in love with another girl two weeks after whole whole wedding had been done they've been together six years and then no. been married two weeks and the girl turned around was like sorry i'm in love i'm leaving and it had been two weeks but i don't know if they were together having an affair before the wedding and they just Surely. and they just went Must through with the wedding maybe they just didn't want to tell the guests i don't know that's very serious yeah this is a, this is a conversation me and Gemma. sorry this is getting deep me and Gemma this had a like a buildup of conversations about the wedding and stuff and how much it means and da And my biggest thing was I could never, I could never look in Gem's eyes and make vows and promises if I didn't mean them. How can that person stand there and make those vows full well knowing mm. you spent all this money on a wedding, all these people are here to celebrate you full well knowing she's been shagging someone else? I know. Yeah. That's so sad. I feel so sad for people. So obviously proposals have been done. Again, I don't know what you two were like. <clears throat> Came to the planning. I literally woke up the next day like a resurrection and was like, <laughs> right, let's, go. let's get planning. Have to get yes. planned quickly. Were you two the same? I'd already, to be honest, been looking at wedding things anyway, way before I got engaged. I won't lie. I am that person that screenshots things on Instagram, thinking, oh, if I get married, I might have this. Um, but yeah, no, I was straight to the planning. I was obsessed. Yeah. If I could plan a wedding for the every day for the rest of my life, I absolutely would. I loved it. Oh mate, don't. It's the best thing ever. Absolutely I've loved it. Tony, was you straight away? Uh I think my main priorities were getting my dress bought and the wedding venue booked. But from then onwards it's just been like a downhill slide. Do you know? What do you mean? Why? Just I don't know. I, just, I think it, part of it's just not really knowing where to start or what what you're supposed to do, and the other part was just I don't know, just a bit underwhelming more than anything. But do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's just because it, it's a there's a lot going on, and I don't think I can take on too much pressure. So if there's too much pressure, I kind of just tend to go in bed and oh, yeah. yeah and sleep through it and hope for the best. <laughs> But I think that's a lot. I think a lot of people think that though. I think it's that overwhelming. What do I do? Because obviously you see such amazing weddings on Instagram and your stuff, and you actually yeah. I remember sitting there thinking, how am I supposed to put this together? But I think because like MJ, I was just obsessed with doing it. Social media helped me massively in planning my wedding, massively because I looked at inspiration for the people, what supplies are in my area. That's the way I did it. If anyone's listening and thinking, oh my god, this is too overwhelming. So your immediate things you have to get venue dress I, re I watched a instagram story the other day and it told you what order to do it in its venue dress photographer photographer cake flowers and entertainment they're your six things as long as you've got those six things that's everything isn't it really yeah that's literally it unless you want the extra little embellishments and all that like i've said like ribbons and favors and all that kind of stuff if you want that but then again i think 
weddings are changing massively nowadays again me obviously getting married to a female we didn't want to really stick to tradition so I think we did obviously did lots of traditions but it was more like what just more concentrating on what we wanted on the day and what made our guests happy than following traditions and all that kind of stuff so I think you know like you were saying ages ago you just want a party have a party yeah if that's all you want agreed just do it it's easy I'm all for the party <laughs> <laughs> Lucy only comes for the dancing that's the best and Robbie Williams comes on, <laughs> on and you know what I was this again I, I always talk about this the newlyweds podcast by Jamie and Sophie they were saying now it's like a thing so obviously we had the house the night before for everyone to get together and have a bit of a party and then everyone wake up together on the wedding. It's now like getting the cool thing to do three days. So you do the day before, the day of, and then the day after you have like a big party mm. where you could just kind of chill and let your hair down. There's always that, Tony, making it a three-day event. I think we will, to be fair. Do it. Yeah. So then you get to chill out then. Yeah. It's on a Monday though, so people would have to book extra days off work if they're up for the party. They'll do it if they want to do it. Yeah. Has anybody got any tips on what you found most <clears throat> beneficial through planning a wedding? Sorry, Lucy, I feel extremely bad that this is excluding you for the moment. Oh, it's fine. I did have a tip actually, just oh, going on what you said to Tony about um what Tony just said about a Monday, and it's because I saw it on TikTok. And it was this person that basically said they were having their wedding on a Monday and like how much like money you can save by having it on a Monday. But they said something like, oh, people are going to moan that they have to book it off work or something like that. And it was on a TikTok and it was like, if that person um, isn't willing to book the day off work to come to your wedding, then why do you want them there in the first place or something like that? And also yeah, it yeah. kind of weans out those like extra people that like you invite them because you have to they come because yeah. they have to but actually if they don't want to come they'll just say they can't get it off work so it kind of weans out the people that you don't really need there anyway so yeah apparently and they've got an tip. excuse yeah so it's a good tip to have your wedding on a weekday apparently mm. and it saves oh, you 10 yeah. grand yeah <laughs> well so. we can all need that in the cost of exactly. living crisis so <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know, actually, me and Lucy were talking about this the other day. Um, I don't actually know the answer to this. I wonder what the average spend is that you do on a wedding now. I wonder. Should we have a look what the average yeah. is? Sorry, I just wanted to find this out for myself. Because like Lucy says, cost of living at the minute. I think, are again, you... that's why social media helps as well. Cause you are you doing the average, though, as if people were booking on, week, like, Friday to Sunday as opposed to midweek? I do average price of weddings UK. I do that way there. Average price of yeah. weddings UK. I think it used to be 12, then it went up to 20. Oh, okay. In 2020, the average wedding cost was 14 and a half. Oh, it's gone down. In 2019, it was 20 grand. Do you think that was COVID, COVID though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. How much does wedding cost in 2022? It's not gone that. The average spend is 20, but it doesn't include your honeymoon. But it's so much money. I just can't believe it. On a day. It all adds up though. That's yeah. the thing. You think like you've been your photographer and then you think all the little bits in between, like your favours, your menus, your place cards, like just all the bits in between. Do you make yeah. a lot of money uh, back in gifts? Yes. Or not? <laughs> You're nodding. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. <laughs> 
Get some good cash back. <laughs> I'm sure I'll See, I wanted the gift. You wanted the gift? We were move. I wanted gifts, but we were moving to the Netherlands. So we just put that little poem on the bottom just saying, if you'd like to, you know, oh, not cash. donate. I'd always ask But like, cash. do you know what I mean? If you'd like to contribute, then feel free because... There's no point in people buying us plates because we had to bloody move abroad. So <laughs> I think there's a risky thing with that, unless this is the thing we did with us. Obviously, we asked for money for um, having a child and all that kind of stuff. I think it's really risky because I felt rude being like, oh, here's a list of presents that I want. If you don't put yeah, that true. and you don't ask for money, people can buy you anything. I remember yeah. my oh, no. wasn't a wedding, buy me multicolored knives. They've never seen the light of day because the problem is people buy their taste for things for you. You've then yeah. got to put it in your house yeah yeah also as a guest like i've always been the wedding guest i love it when people ask for cash because it's so easy it's like done dusted pop to the cash point put it in the card done whereas if you have to buy someone a gift you have to really think about it because it is a really special gift like you'll end up getting something personalized it takes weeks to order like when someone asks for cash it's like oh yeah nice easy Mm -hmm. i meant to say i feel awful because i haven't Thank you, everybody, for my wedding money. You are. <laughs> I was like, did she get that card? No, I did. I have off the cards, though, because basically... You've lost some. Came, yeah, so a couple that came to um, my sister's wedding, they were at my wedding as well, bought my sister a washing machine and a tumble dryer. I didn't even get a card, so I'm like, they must be somewhere. I might have to ring the venue. I'm definitely missing some, 100%. Oh, no. That's awkward, because yeah. then you don't know who to thank, and then people I are know, like, why should I say? I actually didn't even notice you hadn't thanked me, but some people might. <laughs> I need to do, this is the problem. Again, like, I don't want to now go and spend money on thank you cards for people. It's just an extra cost that I don't need to do. I'm going to have to just do a Facebook post. Yeah. Yeah, or just about. send everyone a text. Yeah. Like, when does it end? It's like, you get your wedding card, you get your gift, then you send a thank you card. Then do they thank you for the thank you card? (laughs) (laughs) No one thanks you for the thank you cards. We sent out thank you cards, that personalised thank you cards. No one says Clinton's Clinton's are raking it in. I remember getting yours, MJ, and I was thinking, well, do I now write a card back? I genuinely (laughs) didn't know what to do. (laughs) Never ended. (laughs) Good tip. We got ours on Etsy. And they just said, like, thank you, Mary Jane Jamie, with the date on. They were not pricey. They were oh, really they nice they were not, as well. I remember getting They were that not pricey. Thinking it was lovely. Because we were going to do... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, you go, I was just going to say, someone sent us a thank you card, but with a picture of them at their wedding, and I was like, what do I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to frame a photo of a bride and groom and put it in my living room. I was like, what do I do? Put it on the fridge. It away. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I should do a thank you card to everyone. I only thought that because throughout the planning process, like I was obsessed with the stationery. Like all of our stuff was black and white, like it all matched. And I thought this is the end of the wedding now. Like just do the thank you card because it ties it off. Yeah. There's nothing else left to do for the wedding apart from thank people. I need to do that, don't I? I'd recommend it, but it's not for everyone. Right, I need because you have to handwrite them out, and it's it's time consuming. No, I will. I'll have to do just like a general message. So you lot, please understand it. Be a general message from my stationery people. That'll be it. You don't have to do it to us. No, we've just been thanked yeah. now in person on the first FaceTime. <laughs> Make sure you get Angela's name right this time. Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> oh bloody hell! Don't call her Angela. 
Well, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, I know my tip. Tell, put your get on your invites, put to your weddings. Our wedding is at half one. I put one o'clock. So then people don't have a choice to be late. My brother's wedding last year, won't say any names. One of my relatives was that late for it. They followed Carrie down the aisle. <laughs> that no. Yeah. No. It was that late. <laughs> followed down the aisle. You just wouldn't turn no. up to the ceremony, would just, you? You just no. wait. The there was no other way to get in because it was in this beautiful like field of tall grass and stuff and you could only get in one way. So <laughs> she should have crawl, crawled through the grass. <laughs> that should be a rule. If you can't get in before yeah. the ride, you're not allowed in because you can't just be no. turning up. They did. One of them, she was getting, because it, again, it was all outside and you could see like over the grounds and stuff. She was getting changed out the back of the car and oh. then had to totter in and follow in. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, yeah. Tony, you have to remember that. Tell everyone yeah. to arrive half an hour before. I'll have my... a bouncer at the door. You're not coming in. <laughs> uh, children. No. So, again, people's thoughts on children. Obviously, I had every child under the sun at mine. I MJ, never. You Would you not have children, Liz? No, I don't like children at the best of times, let alone my wedding day. <laughs> um, but I know you did, and it was really cute for you. Like, MJ, you had uh, little Delilah, didn't you? And Yeah, and Flo's baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's the little girl I walked down the aisle with? Oh, Charlotte, Jamie's sister. She was very sweet. Yeah, I thought it was cute. But to be fair, because we had like a smaller guest list, there wasn't actually that many kids. Yeah. So we were quite fortunate. I think if we weren't in COVID and we had a lot more, there probably would have been more kids there. So it was manageable. I just love it. But you had a lot of kids, Harriet. They didn't make a noise, though. They didn't cry. No, really good. Actually, and I think that good. helped because that ceremony was quite short. I think yeah. you know, you end up sitting there for like thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, then they start getting restless. But because we was obviously going to have my sister's boys, twins, hand us the rings, so we'd been thinking about it. This idyllic thing of the boys walking up angelically and handing the ring. Mm. My sister's like, "You will get one thrown at you, and one will eat one, so you can't do mm. that." That's what we had in our head. So that oh, that's my other tip: be prepared for things not to go to plan on the day because they don't. You can have this amazing vision of what your wedding you think your wedding's gonna be like. Things go to shit all the time. Tony, I'm just warning you, and Lucy, I'm warning you for when it comes to yours. You said you that you probably you and probably enjoyed the things that didn't go how you would have planned. You probably enjoyed them more though, didn't you? Oh, hundred percent. Just being spontaneous. With, yeah. The thing with sorry, just to explain quickly to listeners. So basically I was supposed to have a Dolly Parton impersonator pop out at seven o'clock while everyone was having a drinks reception and entertain everyone but because there'd been a mix-up with the band they wouldn't allow her to use their microphone so then she got um delayed by an hour and a half so we were supposed to have our first dance at eight o'clock so then we decide the um, venue decided to bring it outside into the courtyard and my friend who was singing for us do it acoustic on the guitar and i think that was perfect perfect yeah. for our wedding perfect for Gem as well because Gem was really scared about doing it having everyone i know obviously it was everyone looking at us but because it was a more like intimate smaller setting i don't think it felt as scary as being in a big room everyone looking at you i think it just worked out perfectly so whatever happens you just got to go with it yeah yeah and i think because she was singing like acoustic it was less of like a big kind of yeah. production so jen probably felt a lot more comfortable with that um yeah. if she didn't if she was nervous in the first place but that girl was so good oh she's amazing she was amazing she's in um 
a band called Remember Monday. Brilliant. They're oh. on the voice and stuff. She's amazing. Oh, wow. She's very, very, very good. But yeah, just don't, things are going to go wrong on the day. No matter how small or big they are, things will go wrong. And you mm. just have to go, oh, well, let's crack on with it. Yeah. I bet there are brides that have massive meltdowns and tantrums, though, like, because you're very easygoing, but like some could literally be screaming on their day, wedding day if something goes wrong. <laughs> I've got a story for you. I'm nervous in case this person listens to this podcast, so I'll be very careful what I say. So somebody who MJ and Lucy actually know, we went to school with, she had a wedding the other day. And in the morning they had these um, pyjamas on and they all wanted these pictures in these pyjamas. So the bras were built into the bridesmaid dresses. So her sister didn't bring a bra with her on the day, but obviously they wanted pictures in these pyjamas. And her sister, to the other sister who didn't have the bra, turned around and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Your tits are really saggy in my pictures. You need to go and get a bra. Oh. I kicked off her sister because she had saggy boobs. So apparently she had to put the, her younger sister's stick on bra and one was like falling off. So she was in pictures like that, trying to hold her boobs up. And apparently she went mental at her. Oh That's my God. too much, isn't it? I need to know yeah, who this who person is. is. I'll text you after. Um, yeah, I think there's massive, you think about the think about the people who are already quite difficult in normal life then put them as a bride. Oh. To be fair though, I think all four of us, I think MJ, you were really chilled. Tony, you're going to be very chilled. And Lucy, mate. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be asleep. asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely fine. I think we're all very chilled people when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't imagine any of you lot being divas. MJ, was you a diva at any point? I don't think you were, were you? No. I was pretty chilled. I was just too hungover from the night before, to be honest. That probably helped my cause. But if I wasn't hungover, I might have been a bit more cranky. But no, I was fine. And to be fair, like our venue was really good. Like they were handling everything. Yeah. If anything went wrong, I didn't know about it. Yeah. So it could have, I just probably wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah. Um, but it all seemed to go all right, to be fair. It did. That was the issue of mine though. My wedding planner if you told just... you everything. <laughs> told me everything. Somebody came and obviously reported because obviously we had the incident at the toilet and Lauren Drew, who was obviously one of the bridesmaids, was saying to everybody, don't let Harriet and Jem find out because I don't want to stress them out. My cousin ran up to me, someone's shitting and sicking in the toilets. I had no idea about any of this was happening. Obviously went in and, oh, actually, no, do you know what? I didn't even put my head in because I thought if I actually see poo anywhere, I'm going to be game over. The smell was too much. No, don't, don't. I can still smell it now. It still lingers, yeah. It still lingers. I went in after. I'll never forget. It was still on the wall, I'm sure. I'll never forget it. I I, honestly, now just thinking about it, I can smell it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I don't think there's any of the mishaps at the wedding. Apart from that, that. uh, I don't think so. MJ, did you have any at yours? Apart from the person that took that bath midway through the speeches. Okay, so we don't know this properly because obviously we did <laughs> Yeah, so they were, well, obviously they were on your table arguing and then they went missing for a bit and someone went to find them. She was in the bath trying to wash her extensions. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I think it was like, it was for, because we did the speeches throughout the meal at per course. I think she was gone for like the main course or something and the speech. And then, and then obviously someone came with a date and then left with someone else <laughs> um but prior to that oh and there was the wasn't date there an argument was... um 
that girl, she also argued with someone, didn't she, on the dance Your floor? Cousin. Yeah, my cousin. Oh. It gets feisty on the dance floor, I tell you, when drinks are involved. But yeah, that, well, that was the only one I heard of. And then I think someone else was getting a bit feisty with Jamie at the end because of that argument. Jamie was like, are you sure you don't need to go to bed? I'll text you after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll text you after. People are just and I think, cranky. I just think you're at a wedding, like, just be polite. Yeah. And if you've had that much to drink, go just go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, refresh. Refresh in the bath midway through. It's a happy day. You want your main course. Go for your best. But, yeah, no, it was... Uh, it was all fun. I think I, think I fell into your games. Mrs. Sign. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, we, ha- we had a big M&J. That was it. And they were, like, five foot tall. They were solid, absolutely solid. And midway through, I don't know what you were doing, Lucy, trying to do some sort of jump and then <laughs> fell into the sign. I've got it on video, actually. I'll put it in the group after. Um, you just see Lucy getting up like this, like, looking fully concussed. And Jamie's just there, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... Lucy's Jamie, not magic. Um, and then there's me like running after Lucy, like trying to hold my dress up because my big bloody dress. Like, are you all right? And Lucy was just like sat on the chair like this for ages. <laughs> and I thought, oh God. It was okay. um, it was that I've had the time of my life. <laughs> and I tried to leap into Jamie's arms, but I missed him and fell into MJ's side. <laughs> <laughs> I think on the alcohol subject. This not a tip, but a preference. Again, again, it's different to what people want. I didn't want loads of drunk people at wedding. So with the like an open bar and stuff like that, I was like, that is disaster written all yeah. over it. Because I remember yeah. we went to um <laughs> to my cousin's wedding in America. And we all went, and she had a obviously all free alcohol and a tequila bar where you could just continuously go up and get shots. That night oh, ended up in a full wedding brawl with one, someone kicking someone else in the head, it was an absolute nightmare. But it's because everybody was too drunk. People had way yeah. too much to drink. Tony, what are you doing with your wedding? No, no Ryan, <laughs> one of Ryan's one and only requests was that we had, um, I don't know what it's called, where people can bring their own alcohol yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And at first I thought it was a good idea and then I spoke to my mum about it and I just thought, especially with our friends I yeah I think it's the worst thing you could probably do so the one request he had was denied he was best pleased but I, I do think he understands it because yeah I think some, some of our guests will get a bit rowdy and I think they're all right on the drink that will be provided anyway yeah I think so. that's it I think not saying people obviously can't enjoy yourselves, but I think people have to remember it is still a wedding. A yeah, wedding, yeah. That's somebody's yeah. special day and they don't want to look back and think, oh, they were fighting, they were fighting, they were fighting. Yeah. I think yeah. people have to be careful. And I've obviously met some of Ryan's friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like drink. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I think they're fine on their own. They don't need to bring extra bottles. So I think it'll be fine. It I think I'll, I'll probably be the worst one there. Not you know rowdy, but... You say this, you don't have time to get drunk on your wedding. Uh, literally, I don't know though. You, you I don't. think you I was not it drunk. well, but my friend, for example, she, she was saying what people do is 
she was walking around with a drink in her hand and as soon as somebody saw her put it down somebody's already bought her a new one so she was constantly had drinks and she got married on new year's eve and she didn't even see 12 o'clock she was on the floor in the toilets in a dress being sick oh, no. oh, who wants God. to do that yeah so i think i would say no i would just say the the way that we did it is i didn't re- i had a prosecco when i was getting ready in the morning with you lot mm. had my dinner didn't drink on my dinner uh, didn't drink for hours. It was right at the last minute. Someone just gave me a bottle of Prosecco and a bottle of champagne. And then that was it. I was obviously tipsy for bedtime. But you're just talking to people all day long. Yeah. So you don't really get a chance. Yeah, you did well, to be fair. Thank you. Thank and then you. you were on the chair. And I was on down chair. in a bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to 100. Towards the end, when you've done your socialising, then it's time to just chill in, obviously, do what you want. But I would just say don't start getting absolutely steaming because you want to remember your wedding yeah you've put all the work into it oh yeah i remember one wedding i went to she got that drunk she spilled red wine all over her wedding dress <gasps> all over it and i just think can you imagine yeah it's ruining your wedding dress no that's the point what, mj what have you done with your wedding dress uh it's been dry cleaned and now it's in my mum and dad's loft because i don't know what to do with it I really like. I know some people have it like in their dressing room and stuff, or like, fr- like framed or whatever. But my dress is huge, and I just I don't know where to put it. But it's a shame to have it up in the loft because obviously they were expensive. But I, r- I wouldn't know what to do with it. People use it for uh, christening outfits. Obviously, I know it's a touchy subject with you and Jamie about christenings, but people take material off it and then make a christening dress. See, if I was having a girl, I would absolutely do that. But for a boy... Boys wear dresses. My dress is like, got lace on it. Probably wouldn't put him in a lace. Imagine Jamie said yes to the christening and I turn up and our child's <laughs> in a lace gown. <laughs> he's going to be like, not that there's anything wrong with that, put your child in a lace gown. But I'm just saying that like, I think he'd be a bit like, oh, she's really, really pushing this uh, <laughs> christening situation. I'll put him in a little suit. Not white suit. a little suit out of your dress? <laughs> I could do actually because it's not all lace. There is some plain fabric. That's the thing you're supposed to but do. Yeah. But you know, you see people like jumping off cliffs and all sorts in there. So I might do something like that. What? You can get it like dyed and make it into like a formal gown if you want, but I just don't Ooh. know what else you would do with it. Some people get it dyed black and like just wear it to like a formal event to wear it again. Lucy, what's that face for? I just don't <laughs> dyeing it black. I just, uh, I just. I could I... do something like mine though because mine's very simple. Yeah, I couldn't. I'd look like zombie bride. <laughs> in mine. It's massive. <laughs> what are you diving off in your dress? I do not want to jump off something in my wedding dress and get a picture in it. That's just what I want to do. <laughs> that okay. would be oh, I know what we didn't talk about, actually, going back. Um, Hindus. And how people planned them and expectations for Hindus and all this kind of thing. Let's go. Who wants to start? Do you want me to start? Right, I'll start oh, oh no, you go, Tony. You go. I was, I don't, how do we plan? I think there's nothing scarier than a group of hens, is there? So I just went, when I was planning yours, Harry, I think I just went in trying to be as brutal as possible and not really giving anybody an opinion. And I think that worked very well. Thankfully, I had MJ and Lucy on the sidelines helping me and giving me advice but 
to be fair, the, your group was very chilled in comparison to what I've been involved in before. And I think that's what scared me. But I think you've just kind of got, got to be a bit strong-headed and say, this is what's happening. Mm. You, you're either in or you're out. Yeah. And it worked yeah. very well. I think it gets tough when... That for mine, we went to that brunch with Birch, didn't we, Luce, with that drag brunch. And, um, like, it was all going fine. There was, like, 12 of us. We were all going fine, but it was bottomless Prosecco, and it started at, like, lunchtime. And obviously, like, no one, everyone was travelling on the morning, so they hadn't really eaten. We got there, it was bottomless brunch. It was 11. You get, like, a burger. 11 a.m. Oh, it was 11. Yeah. 11. <laughs> Even worse. So, at 11, everyone's bottomless brunching, like, my auntie, wasn't she, like, grabbing the nearest waiter, like, more Prosecco, yeah. more Prosecco, more Prosecco. Like, just leave two bottles here, leave two bottles here. Like, not even waiting for them to top them up. And then everyone was so drunk. We went to get McDonald's because no one was going to make it to dinner. Everyone <laughs> went back to the hotel and then obviously had a nap and then we went out again for dinner in the evening. But I think there was a bit of drama, wasn't there? Yeah. Everyone um, made it to dinner. I mean, some people were over an hour late. So I think because people had got so drunk, it, it all just got, it all just unraveled a bit in the afternoon. But we definitely pulled it back. But it, yeah, we did dinner drinks and then out in Manchester. It was so fun. Um, but I think, yeah, not everyone made it out, did they? No. There was a few words said along the way between some people. It's, it's honestly, when you get a group of people together, especially people that don't really know each other yeah. I think as well and then they're just smashed to a, like a new level mm. things get rowdy mm. I think people over drink though don't they to compensate thinking oh, I don't really know anyone here I'm yeah that's a very fair point yeah I think that's probably- and when you pay for bottomless brunch people are like I want my money's worth like give me the Prosecco do you know what I mean yeah and it just gets wild when you get, it's wild. like it says when you get a group it's anything that's a celebration and a group of people together it's going to be madness anyway and again because you have not mixed those personalities before and yeah. you're just kind of guessing like, I'm obviously planning Tony's at the minute I'm terrified absolutely <laughs> terrified never met these people before and I know myself I'll do that I'll over I'll drink to just be like I don't know any of you like I'm just going to get drunk to make this okay but I think like we're planning yours at the minute I'm a very like how do I describe it uh a people pleaser yeah so there's people like having replied and stuff and I'm just like Hello, I just need to know, please, for payment. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so it's like, just message them. I know, no, and say. Today I've put a message in being like, listen, you three need to reply now because I need to know how much stuff is. Yeah. I need to know. That, yeah that's um, how you've got to be. Yeah. But I think I think as well, a good thing between me and you, Tony, you said to me, what do you want out of the Hindu? And I've just said the same to you. So I think that was the best way to do it. What did I say to you? A jetty and. You want to do a jetty, a lake, and activities. Perfect. Oh, you don't ask. Well, <laughs> well, darling. Um, the jetty was a fucking killer. <laughs> there was literally nowhere had the jetty. But you found it. So specific. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the idea I had in my head. No, but it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. I remember um, the, because we, I think I had a good mix of older people and us lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a nice mix of that and family and friends. Yeah. And, every, and my aunt, I remember my aunt come here going, you have such nice friends. <laughs> there wasn't any issues apart from one. <laughs> there wasn't any issues. It was just, and I think, again, because this obviously tied in with me as well, because I'm not really a, 
get up, go out, dressy up kind of person. I think it tied in perfectly that we had nowhere to be. Yeah. So it wasn't like we were rushed any yeah. time limits. Yeah. It was chilled clothes as well. Chilled clothes. There's yeah. Country, those games. There we're was always comfy. Always yeah. comfy. It was good. But then, like, so I'm planning a quite a similar, well, not similar, but your Hindu is going to be a bit similar to MJ's. Because you've just given me the thing of, I want to get drunk in one night only. That's it. Yeah, one night and that's it. I'm done. Yeah, we had one night. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I think that's what's hard, though. It's like, I want to make sure I give you like an amazing experience, but I've literally got a day and an evening to do it in. As long as there's a bottle of something there, it'll be an amazing experience. I'm fine. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. It's just getting people into order. To be fair, though, no one's actually been difficult yet. Yeah. No, no. 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 But again, I think that's because I was like, this is what's happening. Mm. Let me know if you can. If you can't, no worries. If you can, great. That, that yeah. was it. Yeah. Easy. Was anyone yeah. difficult for yours, MJ? I don't know. Were they, no. Lucy? Can you remember? No. I don't think in the planning they were difficult. I think. Everyone, like what Tony did, Tony was like, right, this is how much it's going to cost. This is the plan. Can you come or can you not? And that was it. Mm. So, like, I think that eliminated anyone being like, well, what do we do? Or what's it going to cost? Or when do we need to pay you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if you, like... How much was how much did you spend, loose to go on MJ's Hendo? Um, it was really reasonable, actually. I think because we only had one night, we all got a bargain on the hotel. It was like, I think, if I remember, the hotel was like £30 each. Because uh, yeah. we were sharing, it was two per room. Um, I think we booked it about a month or two in advance. But and then the, there was the brunch. I think all in all, MJ's was about a hundred pounds for one night. Amazing, um, really? I think so. I think it was pretty reasonable. Yeah, and then I think it was just an extra. I think everyone put an extra sixty pound towards the dinner and drinks, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, had um, the evening like out. A kitty. Um, which we had for like the drinks in the evening as well. I think I forgot about that bit um, and the dinner. But then because we paid it all in advance, the night felt free because yeah. like you had a whole dinner, you had drinks, but like yeah. we'd already paid it ages ago. So it was kind of like, it felt like it was free, but um, it was really fun. I loved MJ's Hendo. Lucy's not normally allowed at uh, bottomless brunches. The last bottomless brunch me and Lucy went to, we were chucked out and told we were never allowed to go again. And they actually had oh. to extend, no, reduce their drinking time for the entire restaurant in future for bottomless brunches because of what we did. <laughs> it used to be two hours, and the next time we went back, like a month later, not that we were allowed in, but it said it was it gone down to one hour from two. I feel like that was empty because of ours. What did you oh do? My God, that's harsh. One hour. Oh, yeah, what is, so we got absolute paralysis. Lucy was abusing the chef. Then I had to be dragged out by her wrist because she was laid down in the foyer, <laughs> laid on top of a Porsche. It was honestly an absolute <laughs> And it was like a bleak January afternoon as well. Like, it wasn't even like anyone was out. Like, it was just us two on a January <laughs> grey afternoon, just wasted in the town centre. <laughs> I feel like they're the best nights, though. Yeah. And then you had to get a taxi home or something the next day because you were too drunk for the train. Yeah, all the way back to Newark. She got the taxi to Bournemouth to Newark because she was too hungover to go on the train. What? That's like a four-hour taxi. Harriet, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So we've done Hindus, we've done proposals, we've done bits about weddings. So let's talk about dresses. We'll just do a quick one about this. Um, I don't know about anyone else. I had a very different expectation of what, from my first fitting that I went to, what a dress shop was going to be like. I didn't expect, yeah. I expected being a size 16 woman, I could go in and try a dress on that was a 16, not literally packed like a piece of ham into a size 10 <laughs> or wear a 22 and be clipped into it. I did not, and again, so Tony, I actually went to David's Bridal for my very first fitting. Absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Literally like a cattle market, just coming out in front of everyone and these big gaudy gowns stood there. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so did that and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do like this is, I don't even know if I want to try any more on. And then MJ, you told me about the white closet in Manchester. So then we went to that and that was exactly what I imagined like, you shop on your own, big curtain, be revealed, you're on a plinth, there's like champagne and treats and stuff. That was exactly what I pictured. But what I didn't picture was how long it takes to get a wedding dress made. I had absolutely no idea. Mine took a year to be in stock yeah. to get it made. Wow. Yeah, long. And, sorry, one last piece for other people explain. I then obviously got my dress, hated it. Don't know what happened to me, just looked at it and I was like, this isn't me, I don't feel comfortable, it's too formal, because it had a top with it and the dress underneath. So then I ended up sacking off the top and just buying a little cute one that was like a sheery thing. Um, so be prepared for that. When Did you, you keep looking at back. pictures of it from when you no. tried it on? No. Well, I wasn't allowed to have any pictures in my dress. All right. So me in it or the shop, but... I kept looking at it online and the problem was yeah the picture i was looking at online she was about size six yeah so in my head it was completely different to what it actually looked like on my body i'd kind of mm. tricked myself thinking oh my god i'm gonna look amazing in this <laughs> and then i got there and i was like ah it did look amazing though it was all right oh it's amazing get good underwear get good underwear don't make the mistake i did tony do you remember i put that bra on it fell straight off my tits it just brought two random bras up still in the packaging, <laughs> sticking them on your tits, and then they just slide off because it was so hot. <laughs> like, great. Harriet, I understand. But MJ, obviously, yours was different because you had how long did you have to plan yours? Ten. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. So yours was a complete different experience trying to get your bloody dress. Yeah, luckily, though, I'd already tried because I thought I was getting married the year after. I'd already been to try a dress on because I thought I've got a year to get it ordered or whatever. Luckily, I tried it on in the April and then I was getting married at the end of August. I think it came in like 10 days before. Yeah. But like I'd actually gone on my actual birthday with just my mum 
to try dresses on. Uh, similar experience to you, Harriet, at a shop that was just awful. Yeah. And I cried on the way home. And my mum was like, oh, my God, it's her birthday. And this is like picking her wedding dress. And I was crying. Anyway, then we went to a boutique shop, like the white closet, but not that one. But obviously it had the curtain and it had the champagne. And then I put my dress on and I just burst into tears. I just thought I knew that was the one. Yeah. But then, yeah, it came in 10 days before. So I had 10 days to get it fitted three times because it had so many layers to it. Yeah. She had. She kept saying to me, like, you're going to have to come back in two days. You're going to have to come back in two days. And it was 45 minutes away from where I lived as well. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was a bit of a stress getting it all planned. But no, it was good. But one thing I will say that you don't take into account is how much alterations cost on a dress. Mm. So like, I was thinking, oh, it's just going to get taken up a bit. And she was like, mm, that's going to be quite pricey. You've got seven layers of material mm. to take up. And then we've got to do this. And I was like, bloody hell. You're going to hate me. So, well. so where I got mine done at, the woman did it for free, bless her, because she knew my dad. She's like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do you know, I'll try to message her and say thank you. Um, <laughs> clearly, I haven't done my thank yous yet. <laughs> but mine was obviously only one layer of satin. So it was easy yeah. just to put it up. But then, because I was busy, I didn't have time to go in and collect the dress and try it on. So then my friend, who's the head of wardrobe on our show, she just, we, I took my dress on holiday, and she just pinched it up on the straps, that's it. So I was quite lucky in that respect, not having to pay for any alterations. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I will say though? Like you say, when you try dresses on the either like a size eight or the size like twenty, when I tried my dress on, obviously it was off the shoulder sleeves. Mm. So I think I tried on what would have been like a eighteen, and she pinned me in, and then obviously the straps hung down because it was so much bigger. Then when I got the actual dress in my size, the straps were so tight to my arms and the dress. It never fits the same because you're not clipped in as tight as you can be. Do you know what I mean? So I'll just say that to anyone listening, that when you try a dress on, remember, it won't sit the same if you're trying on a size four times too big. Why don't they get standard sizing nowadays? Why would you not get a 10, 12, 14? Do you know what I mean? I didn't know they did it. That's really weird. Yeah, no, you just get plopped in any size they've got. It was like the same we went for, because I went to try on a bridesmaid dress for Tony at Bloody David's Bridal again. Even though they did have nice dresses, but it was like I was just wearing wrong sizes every single one so you don't get a true picture of what you're actually gonna look like do you yeah and they could just clip you in with giant clips at the back so like you're like <gasps> do you know what I mean but then when you get your dress it's not going to be that tight yeah so it doesn't sit the same obviously I was really happy with my dress but just little bits like that you don't think of a thing no. when you're actually trying all your stuff on it's mad I don't know. Uh, I think I had probably a similar experience experience to you guys I only went to three places, but the first two I stayed local. And again, they were trying to shove me into size 10s and it was just horrendous. It makes you feel like shit. And then the people at the places were pissing me off because I was stood in the mirror thinking, oh my God, I look like a sack of ham. And she, she sat there going, oh, you look amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, I can see myself in the mirror. <laughs> what are you on about? And then the third place we went to, I probably had enough by this point. We went to Ava Rose. It's near Bradford. Um, and thankfully, they had like loads of different sizes. So I did get put into like bigger sizes and clipped in, which was which was better. And yeah, that was just like the best experience. But I told you guys last time, the only issue I'm going to have with my dresses, I've signed a contract where I'm not allowed to lose more than two dress sizes. I still think that's madness. I know. 
but that must I, be a thing though yeah well I, I was thinking about it it must be because the dress is so detailed if you lose a certain amount of weight the dress isn't going to look be the same really it's not going to have the same detail on it so yeah just look out for that as well it's mad yeah it's, and I, I think one i was just going to say people always say don't they you have an idea of what wedding dress you want and they always say you'll you'll go for something completely opposite and i didn't believe it but i have gone that way i was i, I picked something that i would never have even dreamed of myself being in yeah absolutely wow. yeah and the tip on dresses i think i think you said it last time tony actually I think I was the same as you because obviously we got married in like a big barn conversion. I was thinking like a floaty boho issue. Yeah. Don't try and match your venue. Because yeah. it's too Just do what you look good in. Yeah. See, See I couldn't match my venue because I didn't actually know where my venue was going to be <laughs> when I bought my dress. So I just thought to myself like, every, and someone did say to me at the wedding, oh, I expected you to come in that because I always wear tight outfits. Not purposely, but I'm always in bodycon like fishtail vibe and they were like oh we didn't expect you to be in that but I thought when I tried it on it was the right one and also I thought I'm never gonna wear a dress like that again in my life yeah. do you know what I mean so I feel like you can push your yeah your zone but I just tried it on and it worked well but to be honest because my mum was there you know what she's like very bluntly honest yeah. when I put some of the tighter dresses on I think she was a bit like no like you'll analyze all your photos yeah. I know what you'll be like do you know what I mean mm. so I think you just have to be comfortable don't you yeah Lewis, what 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 hopes have you got for your dress? Uh, I don't know. I'd just say something quite chill, floaty. How did I know? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want loads of detail. Just kind of like, yeah. You I don't. I actually have no idea. Who knows? I could be in a princess Katie Price dress. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you are. I really do. Um. We've been talking for ages. We need to somehow wrap this up in a second. I'll just very quickly, we'll just try and summarise in a honeymoons. Thoughts on honeymoons. I'm just going to put my experience out there very quickly. As a gay woman, honeymoons ain't easy. We, it's not that we can't go to a lot of places. It's we wouldn't feel comfortable in a lot of places. So obviously we wanted to do the classic Maldives, Dubai, all that kind of stuff. But obviously Dubai, Jen was like, if I step foot in Dubai, I'll get lynched and stoned. <laughs> in that. Maldives, it's illegal to be gay. I don't know if... I don't it know is what, in Dubai, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's illegal. Yeah. But I don't know what the rules are if you're not from their country. I don't actually know. Um, but anyway, we just said we just want to feel comfortable. That was literally it. So we just thought, we'll go, we'll go Disney comfortable there oh and all the kids have gone away just do that and just be idiots for two weeks but again i feel like there's pressure on honeymoons i think there's yeah. pressure people oh where are they going oh what they're going do you know what i mean it's a lot of is it gonna that. be instagrammable yeah <laughs> don't yeah. care just go and have a nice time and i don't i think i wonder if honeymoons are still a popular thing is what they used to be because a lot of people used to go the day of getting married but then I don't know again loose like we were saying if the cost of living comes into this obviously if you're having a summer wedding you ain't going to go away in the middle of July because obviously it's school holidays everything's a fortune I wonder mm. if people make their decisions around that on where to go and when to go and stuff like that probably yeah. and also maybe you would do, go, give yourself more time to save for the honeymoon so maybe you'd go on the honeymoon yeah. like some people would don't go for like a year 
you know, I, yeah. I guess you can, everyone does it differently, really. Just thought, Teddy, you going on honeymoon? Me? Yeah. Yeah, so we're planning, we're, we're compromising because I would go somewhere and sunbathe 24-7, seven days a week, whereas Ryan likes to do activities, so we're planning on going on a cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, you are. Ooh. Yeah. So we've got one booked next month as like a trial and if that goes well then we'll go on a proper one as our honeymoon i think that's amazing that's exciting yeah, yeah. like south america south america so we see loads of different places wow. i'm just yeah, warning yeah. you obviously you need to check who are you going with ne as in next month or for the next wedding month. i'm gonna what's vision of the seas royal caribbean yeah apparently apparently not too long ago they weren't actually letting people off the boat why still covid stuff so just check that oh, well just yeah well they've moved our rooms um i think so everybody's in every other room as opposed to being oh, wow. next door to each other that, Top yeah, shaggers. yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> i've never shagged in the water <laughs> uh mj did you go on a honeymoon no, because five days after the wedding, Jamie had to move out here. Yeah. Oh, of course, you have to go. Well, basically, you're on like a five-year honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> I would not class the Netherlands as a honeymoon destination. It's got some cute places, but not a honeymoon destination. We'll have a baby before we even get to go on a honeymoon. You can take the baby. Why do so, you do a baby moon? I said that to Jamie. I said, like, I was looking at holidays earlier, like, can I get a last-minute like, baby moon yeah. situation in here before the baby? Um, but if not, we do have a holiday booked for next April without the baby. My mum said she'll look after him. Um, I love that that's already booked. Without the baby, we're going. <laughs> I think, do you know what? I think it's important. Got to get my time in. Yeah. I need to get a honeymoon in so I can say I've had one. Um, but yeah, because the Netherlands won't cut it, I'm afraid. It's going to have to be the Caribbean or somewhere else. Do it. Get off. Um, we've been talking for ages, but I feel like there's still a lot we haven't spoken about. This is one last thing. Um, I don't know about when you speak to your parents. You know, when I hear obviously about my parents' wedding and stuff like that, the comparison of what weddings are now to what weddings used to be is mad. Mum was telling me her dress was like 20 quid from just like 20 quid. Stop yeah. it. Um, it was a raft wedding. So it was just like a complete different experience. She said she literally invited just a family, a few friends, dressed as 20 quid. It was just nothing like what we have now. Yeah. My mum said she just as soon as they got married, that was it. They just off they went back home, back to the flat, cut the tea. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. And this is what I said to Jen. Obviously, the day after Aww. we got married, my whole family went on holiday and we weren't going on honeymoon. I remember I was like, what did we do the day after? Like, I can't actually remember what we did. We just went to like, my Auntie Claire's, went for a swim, had some dinner. Well, that was it. I don't know what you're supposed to do after a wedding. Obviously, we've done it now. But it was this really weird feeling of like, sorry, my dog is wrecking the joint. It was that weird feeling of what do you do on the wedding day and what do you do the day after? Because I remember walking around and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And then the day after, it was just a bit like, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you're back to normal. Back to normal, we're married. <gasps> on a note, my marriage certificate came through today. Ooh, exciting. That's here, so I need to go get my name changed after the honeymoon. That's fun. Please let me know what you do about your name change. Yeah, what's in Johnston? I I thought it was easy to just go on like the UK Gov website and do like a deed poll thing, but MJ was saying it has to be like a whole thing because it's double barreled and because I haven't obviously married a man and taken his name, 
has to be double barreled and it's all a whole thing. Yeah, I think if you're not just taking the other person's name, you know, like if you were taking Jem's name mm. and not keeping yours, I think you could just use your marriage certificate and like go into the bank and then they change all your stuff for you. Oh, really? But I think if you do anything that's not just taking one or the other name, like double barreling or putting them together, or some people make up a new surname, which I did not know yeah, about. Yeah, someone at my work like, has done this. They they yeah, just like, got married combined and two now names. they're just called Mr. and Mrs. Charles. Neither of them have Charles as a surname before, and I don't understand <laughs> it. I, I didn't know that this was a thing. Like, it's just a free-for-all. <laughs> Did they have unfortunate names? Not, not horrendous. Just oh, normal. No. I heard people like, you know, like, Harriet and Jen with, like, Watson Johnston. Mm. Some people would, like, combine it to be, like... We thought about this. I don't know. They would just be Watson. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, I don't know, whoever else's name, but combine like four letters from that name and four letters from that name, it just becomes a new name. You could be King A. So you apparently you can do that. King A? No. King Wait, What would you be? Small. Smocks? You'd just be Smocks. Smock. Yeah, Smocks. You could be Rutler. <laughs> Rutler or Bubbinson. Rutler. God. <laughs> I like Bubbinson. Bubbinson. Oh, that's cute. I just thought, like, the whole point of having a surname is that's your family name. So, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to, like, just go rogue and make up a new name. Like, But, I mean, each, each to their own. <laughs> oh, I'd like something like Tron. Harriet Tron. Harriet Power. Something like that. Something wow. Yeah. Do you know what's weird? Or do a friend. It's, 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 Crap <laughs> like a bag of crap. <laughs> it's weird though, because obviously, with my job, my name has to stay as it is. But obviously, on passports and driving license, it will be Watson Johnston. But yeah, I can't really display it anywhere. But Jem's got in the program now. Jem Watson Johnston. Oh, that's nice. Oh. So, that is cute. Um, I think we've spoken a lot about weddings. I think that has been a long episode and when i podcast this i am actually going to put a on the instagram if anybody wants to ask any questions obviously you've got me and mj who've been married tony's getting married lucy we're there we're wishing for you so if anyone's got any questions at all send them along on our instagram um but that has been mj lucy tony and harriet for this week's first episode of relaxed we're only 30. uh next week we are talking pregnancy and babies um so please tune in for that one and thank you all so much for listening i uh, hope you enjoyed the episode shall everyone sure say bye all right bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>